What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Lace Em Up Podcast. We are at officially episode 25, KB. We made it to to a quarter of 100, you know? That's not bad. <laughs> that's not bad. 25, I feel, I feel like that's a milestone. I feel like 25 is a milestone, you know? Yeah. We made it, we made it pretty deep. Mm. So, uh, I mean, congratulations to us, I guess. <laughs> and uh, let's hop into... You know, stars of the week and congratulate some other guys. Yeah, big time, big time. My man's Cam fucking Reddish just because I used to fuck with Cam Reddish back when he was at Duke with Zion when he was his thing. But he ended up getting injured his first year. And then today, game six against Milwaukee, my man had a playoff career high with 22 points, shooting 60% from the field. You know, second year, basically, well, I mean, it's his first, like, solid year, so. Big shout-out to Cam Reddish, man. You played well. Shout-out to Atlanta Hawks. That's all I got to say, man. That's my start of the week, Cam Reddish. Great game, great game. He, the future is bright in Atlanta, that's for sure. Yeah. And uh, just just so y'all know, we just finished watching the, the, the Bucks-Atlanta game, so uh, Bucks moving on, but, yeah, so, what is that? That's, we are July, right? July yeah. 4th. Yeah, that's good. Goddamn. Finals just passing quick. Yeah, yeah. Finals are starting Tuesday. Yeah, I'm gonna slap y'all with my start of the week. We call him Spinner, Big Spinazzola. <laughs> MVP got injured in the game versus Belgium. Feel so bad for him. Big loss. He was dead us our, our our Euro 2020 MVP. Probably the best fullback in the Euros as a whole. The guy was just clutch. a performer, man. Performer, yes, clutch, box to box. Like, no mistakes. It's tough to see him go. It's tough to see him go. And I've been seeing the Italian team giving him his flowers, like, on the plane, in the restaurant and stuff, and I love it. And, you know, sad to see him go. So he's my star of the week just because, you know, we won't be able to shout him out again after this since he's out. But he deserves a shout-out because he's been he's been a performer for us. So, mm. um, but speaking of Euro 2020, let's hop right into that. Yes, sir. So... We actually only talked about two round of 16 games on the last episode, so we're going to like quickly go over some. Might go into detail into them a little bit, but like obviously we want to get off, get on to the quarterfinals because that's like recently, you know, that's happened <clears throat> today and yesterday. So, um, but we'll start off with the round of 16 since we didn't get to talk about it yet. So, uh, Croatia versus Spain, 3-5 in extra time. And I know, I know you talked, I know you, I didn't see this game. I slept. <laughs> I was like, Wait, when was this? Was this Friday? I was either sleeping or working, one of the two. So I missed this game. <laughs> but um, you you say that this is was one of the best games of the tournament. So yeah, 100%. so how so? Tell t- take take us into that. Uh, well, first, I think Spain Spain had a they had a three one lead at the time. They had a three one mm-hmm. lead, and then Croatia made it back some way somehow, and then it was complete domination after after like in extra time. So, it was a good game, as in, like, Croatia put up a fight with whatever they had, as in, like, it's just Modric and that team, and Paris, Paris was injured, or, Paris just, was injured. oh, no, 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 not injured, he had COVID. Oh, yeah, what about so, Mandzukic? Mandzukic didn't play. He didn't play? Bench? I don't even think Mandzukic played the whole tournament. No way. I don't think I've seen him the whole tournament. Did they, did they call him up? Nah, bro, I mean, the way Mandzukic has been performing, bro, I, he's completely trash right now. Mandzukic... Yeah, Mandzukic plays for AC Milan. AC Milan, and he's rated like a seventy-six in a game. So like, oh I'm shit, not, no way. Yeah, so I'm not surprised that his. You <laughs> we know. recently acquired that guy, so like he hasn't. He didn't play for us for long, but yeah, he hasn't been performing like that. Damn. Yeah. But 
Yeah, so any like like <laughs> nothing, I mean, nothing too crazy. Like I mean, yeah, like, yeah. Croatia came back at the end, I think, right? Like mm-hmm. Spain was up three one. Yeah. Three one, right? And then yeah. Croatia came back, tied it up, extra time and then Spain put them to bed. Like that's I, I'm telling you right now, I don't think Spain is having a better performance than that because, you know, they're about to go to sleep very soon. <laughs> don't, don't jinx that shit, man. Fam, I've been talking shit this whole Euro and they've been doing what I've been saying. They've all been right, doing bro. what I've been saying. That's all. all right, that's, that's it. Yo, I'm playing with house money right now. Like, literally, if they lose, I, like, you can't lose with this team. They've made it past the point where you can talk shit about them, you know? They've done, they've done more than what people expected. So now it's kind of like if something happens, if they lose or if they win, it's kind of just you're you're a winner regardless, you know. Who are you talking about right now? You talking about your team? Yeah, Italy, bro. I don't think I don't think anyone expected anything from you, bro. That's that's exactly my point. That's what I'm saying. Nobody expected anything. So even if they if even if they lose any of the next if they lose the next game or the game after that, mm. like you can't talk shit about them because you were talking shit about them before they even got into the tournament. So. They'll, st- they'll still be talking shit <laughs> about your team, bro. You know. How it of goes. course, bro, because it's because. We the enemies, bro. Everybody's already out here saying it's coming home and shit. Like, bro, you don't, you don't, you've never touched foot in England. Shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro. But anyways, on to the next one. Shout out to your boys. <laughs> Shout out to your. Let's talk about your team now. <laughs> France versus Switzerland, three three. They go to extra. They go to extra time. They go to penalty kicks and they lose. My guy Kylian Mbappe had the worst game of his career. Club or international, that was a rough game for the kid. I don't care. I feel bad for him, but at the same time, it's like, damn boy, you had like three prime chances, and I think we all knew when the, when he pulled up to, to take that penalty kick, like we all knew. Even in me in my head, I was thinking before. I'm like, the fifth kick was about to happen. They didn't show Mbappe yet, and I'm like, yo, if Mbappe's taking this kick, it's they're losing. And then I see the camera pan to him, and I'm like, oh, shit, he's taking the kick. He's not scoring this kick. And I think we both felt that. We were both like, nah, he's not scoring this kick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he didn't. And shout out to Somer, bro, because we're about to get him to him again. Or yeah. is it Somer, Somer? I don't know, bro, the Somer. Swiss keeper. Yeah. But that guy, that guy, he deserves keeper of the tournament, bro. Like, even, even before it ends, he deserves that shit. But yeah. we'll get into that. He had another great game after. So... How do you feel about that, bro? Your boys are. I'm, I'm fucking pissed, obviously, <laughs> but at the same time, it's one of those where, like, from the beginning of the tournament, the way, like, the way the games was played and shit, they didn't perform to like what I expected them to perform. Like, they were you know too what I mean? cocky. Exactly, like, too much. Like, it's like they, like they, they thought they had the talent to execute, but it's not just the talent at this point, bro. The whole, the whole, the system has to work, and Deshaun. Mm-hmm. Deshaun being the coach that he is, like, fam, like, your, your system's old. Like, he, I get it. You want to woke up with that shit, but you got to switch that shit up. You got to switch that shit up. Like, I feel like all the new teams now, all the teams that are doing well right now, they have a set system that fucking works. And this guy decided to try something in knockout stages as if, like, as if, like, we don't got something to lose. Like, yeah, he tried something. It cost us a goal. And as soon as, as, soon as we switched back to whatever the fuck we were supposed to play, that's when we got back in the game. We, we took that lead, this, that, whatever. And then they blew it. Everyone's blaming... People are blaming Mbappe. People are blaming Pogba. I'm blaming Clément Langlais. People are blaming Deschamps. But at the same... Uh, at this point, bro, it's it's the whole team. Like, it's just... It, it wasn't it. It wasn't it. From the beginning of the, from the, beginning of the tournament. Like, we did 1-1 against Hungary. Like, that, that right there was just a, a, a downhill from there. Like, I, at that point, it was just... Nah. Nah. Um... Say like you 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 had me you had me thinking about something and then 
it slipped my mind. Mm. But, um, yeah, oh, we were talking about this before. Like, um, the that I think we mutually agreed on this that starting Ben's might have not been the play, even though the guy scored two goals in the game, he had a like a good year of performance. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all had no chance to test this guy in the system whatsoever. Yeah. This guy took away from Grisou, he took away from Mbappe, mm-hmm. and like they were just not the same team that won the World Cup. And I think that the smarter play from Deschamps, and I get it, bro, Benzema's like a world class talent. He's been like a top five striker in the world for like the, the last decade, if not more. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I get it. I get why you would want to play him. But like, he's had no time with the team. His first game with the team was the first game of the tournament for mm-hmm. them. Yeah. Um, and then like, it was just cl- clear to me that like, they were almost like, like Mbappe especially, I felt like he was like forcing the ball to Benz out of respect. You know what I mean? For like, for like a French legend mm-hmm. and him finally getting back to the team and like, you know, kind of trying to, trying to give him a like what, what do you want to call it like a like a his comeback you know like give him give him his, his make him look good on his return to the national yeah. team so yeah. <clears throat> and honestly like having a good player come off the bench is not an issue you know what i mean if your lineup is solid as is without that player in it having him come off the bench is not the, not an issue imagine like you know you run the lineup as is and then after you take mbappe off or you you move mbappe to the wing and take someone else off and put benzo in like mm. that's a team bro like that's like that's scary like you know like that's a weapon you can use or you can run a different formation when you put benzo in you know you could I have mean, like a the world cup formation and a formation with benzo i mean i i, I thought from the beginning of the, the tournament that the formation should have changed from the get-go like as soon as we lost both of our left backs i, I thought he should have switched he should have switched the formation to to three defenders like i i thought that's that should have been the damn system but i don't know i guess <laughs> my guy Deshaun wanted to be hard-headed yeah. Like having Benzema on the pitch is not, it's not a, it, like, I if I'm getting if I'm calling him up I I'm, I have been I need him to start, you know what I mean especially if I if I have someone on, like Giroud on the bench I don't have Giroud on the bench and Benzema at this point I get it with this whole system thing but at the same time it's just like I don't the only thing that bothered me the most is that Grisou's role was extremely like downplayed since Benzema was on the pitch that that's mm-hmm. that was my biggest issue. His highlights were defensive more than offensive, which is shocking for a player of Gizou's level. But Gizou's also, like, like, I don't know if his time's done because on the club level, he hasn't been that great with Barca. Like, he hasn't been bad, but, like, he hasn't been what we expect of Gizou. You know what I mean? Like, um, so... uh, It's tough for France. I'm hearing, I'm hearing Gizou might be taking over as the coach. I mean, I don't know. I don't even think that's that's going to be a whole lot more pressure for Zizou. I'm not saying he can't handle that pressure, but once again, it's going to be one of those where if Zizou does take over, we're going to see a whole lot of changes. And like, I feel like some players that we do expect to be in the lineup will be snubbed. And I don't know. I feel like that's not going to make people happy, but we'll see how that's going to go. I mean, honestly, bro, with the talent that that team has, like, if you know any bit of football, if you've ever been a manager, you should be able to just get Ws. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, facts. Like, so, I, I, I think the manager don't, doesn't really matter. It's just about, like, I mean, it does. But, like, you know, 
I once mean, you find once you find a system that works, you could just run with it and go brain dead, you know, because those I, players will just carry you to wherever you need to go. Yeah, but I mean, when we're talking about Zizou, like I feel like he, I mean we know about the Gareth Bale situation, but I feel like he. I don't rate Zizou as a manager, but like I know a lot of people do. I don't. Exactly, like I feel like within that situation, I feel like he would be the type to to kick a man like Coman out just because he feels like he doesn't deserve to be there or some bullshit like that. Like I feel like I feel like you know what I mean, especially with that. I'm just trying to compare that Gareth Bale situation. Like, I feel like he would do that to one of the French players, and we'll and see. The Gareth Bale situation is one of the re- main reasons why I don't like G- G- uh, Zizou as a manager because, like, that's a star, and you literally ruined his career single-handedly. And the, the year that they had him before he went to Tottenham on loan, and he's coming back to Real this year, I think. But the, the year before, the season before, they sent him on loan to Tottenham. Gareth Bale was, like, scoring every time he was on the pitch, but, like, he was almost never on the pitch, so it made no sense. It's like, every time you put this guy in the game, he's a top performer, mm-hmm. and you won't give him starts. Why? Because you don't like him? Like, fuck you, Zizou. Like, Maybe, you're a yeah. trash manager. I mean, yeah, you're a trash yeah. manager. You won, you, won, you won a bunch of trophies because Real was so stacked. Like, literally, I could coach them and win some trophies, bro. Like, that team is stacked. I'm Relax, saying, I'm boosting. I'm boosting, yeah, bro. I'm, being, yeah. I'm talking my, shit, but like... This motherfucker want to talk shit today. He wants to talk shit today. You get the point. You get the point. Like, I'm talking shit, obviously, but like, you know? Like, like I don't respect Zizou as a manager, and I think, like, like this guy's like, as soon as he coached uh, less than, like, elite team, which basically is what Real was, like, as they got stripped down and their stars got older, yeah. he couldn't do nothing with that. So... Like, you know, like, how can I respect you as a manager? You know, like, that's it. It's like you did well when the teams were good and you didn't do well when the teams weren't good. Like, yeah. you know, so. But yeah, anyways, um, let's move on to the next one. England, Germany. Mm. We all know that whatever team won this basically has an easy run to the finals. And we, we the game that we saw today kind of proved that. <laughs> but <clears throat> England, Germany, I don't remember this game too well. I think, what was it? It was like Sterling... Sterling had like that that one in the box, the first goal, and, and Harry, Kane. Was, Harry Kane was the second one. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't remember this game too well. Like Germany, Germany, Germany. I'm telling you, these guys are going down the road that Italy went down. I'm telling you, like mm-hmm. they're going down the road where like those the, that superstar midfield is getting old and is like grinding down and they're retiring. Tony Cruz actually just retired from international uh, football the other day. Um, Which is good for Germany as a whole, to be honest with you. <laughs> Why do you not like that guy? <laughs> I I mean, hey, hey, look, I I fuck with Tony Cruz at a to a certain extent. I feel like his game, his game is just, he's he's just I don't know. Like I feel like it's not enough. Like he doesn't have enough in the bag. Like yeah, I feel like it's it's basically done. Maybe is he old? Like I don't know what it is, but it's just it ain't it for me. Like he he doesn't run. He doesn't run that fast. His passes are amazing. His crosses are amazing. Yeah, but I've already seen great passes. I've seen great crosses. I've seen elite mids, and like he doesn't even fall into that category anyways. Whether they're Germans, whether they're Italians, whether they're French, like I've seen better players than Tony Cruz. So personally, I'm I, I'm building a lineup. Tony Cruz is he's not seeing that pitch. You crazy? You're savage. You That's crazy? I mean, he's a, he's a legend for German football. He's not a legend for football in, at all. Yeah, That's I mean, right I know, he played on some pretty big clubs, like, you know, over his time. I mean, I, Real winning shit is not, like, I'm not, I don't even see Tony Cruz as a, as a key part of their championship runs, whether it's Real, whether it's, who do you play for, Bayern, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Bayern I think it was Bayern before Real. I think. I think so. Yeah. So Bayern, Bayern, maybe. I feel like his impact on Bayern was ten times more noticeable than it was on on Real. But that's probably because like he was probably the man in that mid compared to the amount of people they have at Real. But each. Yeah. So like that. That's why. Like I, fly, I fly with Tony Cruz. Like I respect his game and all that bullshit. But personally, I'm building my team. Tony Cruz is not even seeing the pitch, and he's probably not even seeing my reserves. To be honest with you. But Damn, you're uh, you're an absolute savage. But <laughs> you're, you're, you're 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 insane. Nah, you're so you're on something. I, I do not agree with that. I do not claim this quote. <laughs> Bro, you can name you can name eight better mids that you've seen in your time of watching football than Tony Cruz. Oh yeah, easily I can name ten. But like that doesn't mean that Tony Cruz is bad. Like there's a lot of football teams. There's a lot of football players over the years and years that the game has existed. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's bad, but I'm just saying you're not picking him on a team. I'm not picking him on my team. So who rates him then? Germans. Alright <laughs> <laughs> then, alright then. So I mean, in with Germany, like, I, like I was saying, Germany's going down the route of of what I think Italy was. Like, I don't know if they're not gonna make a World Cup, like, like we did, but like they might get, they might lose in like qualifiers or something. You know what I mean? Like, they're, I think that team is just like gonna go nosedive deep. New mm. manager, new players, new system, and then come back up the same way Italy did. That's the way I think Germany's gonna go. I mean, that's what uh, they're doing right now, right? They just got a new coach. The World Cup's next year, so we'll see how that system goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and um, what I want to say. Big shout-out to England, though. That, that was a tough game. I can't even lie to you. We, we, have, we have to give them their flowers. Like, they were able to get past Germany, which which we did not. We didn't expect them to do that. Really? You did? I thought that, I thought that game could have gone either way. Uh, I was like, you know, either yeah. team. Like, either it's, it was 50-50 to me. Really? And, 50, and, you really went 50-50? Huh? 50-50 for real, for real? For real, for real, for real. I was like, I literally said whoever's winning that game is going to the finals, which, mm-hmm. like, maybe I didn't outright say 50-50, but what I meant by that is, like, I'm not picking a winner, you know what I mean? If I if I thought one team was going to win over the other for sure, I would have said Germany or England is going to the finals, you know? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have said whoever wins that matchup. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like, like, the thing is, too, is, like, even before the game, if you look at England and Germany, like, like, yeah, the teams might be even on paper, but, like, England does have a better attack, and that's undoubtable. Like, they have better guys who can put the ball in the net, you know what I mean? Like They, they have a better overall team. Yeah, they have a better overall team, but, like, if you mm-hmm. want to talk specifically about, like, putting the ball in the net, mm-hmm. like, you got Timo Werner versus Harry Kane, you know what I mean? Like, who who's their winger? Like, you got, like, Leroy Sané versus <laughs> Sterling. And we all know Sterling started over Sané while they were on Man City, so mm-hmm. that was to tell you that you know, like, like look at that squad. Like the attack is just deadlier. Like, yeah. um, but yeah, and Newer, like them losing Terst again hurts Newer. Like he don't have that no more, mm. in my opinion. But yeah, like them losing Terst again hurts. I I bet they would want would have liked to have him in that. No no disrespect to Newer, legend, like great keeper, uh, but. Yeah, he's just he he's he's getting up there. He's getting up there in the age. Um, <clears throat> then we had Sweden, Ukraine. Ukraine beat Sweden two one. Um, Big shout out to the, Sweden. Wasn't the most entertaining games, but I want to give a shout out to Forsberg on Sweden. Mm-hmm. They're number ten. That guy single handedly tried to win them that game. He had like he had like what like a post, a crossbar. He scored like. Yeah, I mean, I had a great game. And they went down <laughs> ten men, and he was still trying to fight for his team. That guy. Yeah, so lots of respect to him, lots of respect to Forsberg, but Ukraine th- came through with the dub. That was a shocking win because I think most of us thought Sweden was going to take that, but yeah. yeah. But like clearly, <laughs> it was a it was a lightning in a bottle because 
let's move on to uh, the quarterfinals. We'll get into Ukraine's game because goddamn. But first off, let's start off with Switzerland versus Spain. Uh, the the game ended one one, and then they went to penalty kicks. Uh, um, Jordi Alba scoring like a deflection goal early. Uh, Switzerland never gave up. They were down 1-0 the whole game until like towards the end when they tied it up. <clears throat> and then we go to penalty kicks. And Sommer, again, that guy, that guy deserves some fucking respect. Yeah, putting his team on his back. Yep. That team, Switzerland lost that game because their players couldn't finish their penalty kicks. That's it. That's yep. it. They had, uh, what's his name? Vargas or whatever. Mm. The, the kid. Yeah. Like, um, that's his name, right? Vargas? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he fucking skied that shit on a penalty kick. The, the, the rest of their players picked lazy shots, like, all to the bottom left corner, mm. like, on their strong foot. Like, very not like what they did against France. <laughs> and, like, I feel bad for Sommer because he, that, that Simon motherfucker, like, that guy got man of the match, and I'm like, damn, boy, like, you, you were not the best goalie in that game, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, shout out to Sommer. I I really wanted Switzerland to win, but I'd be I'd rather face Spain if I'm Italy than Switzerland because because we slapped them up, three zero in the in the group what's stage. It called group stage like because we slapped them up three zero in the group stage, I think they would have came in with a chip on their shoulder and they might have given us a bit more work than Spain. I'm telling you right now I'm not scared of Spain like I'm not afraid of them <laughs> whatsoever, <laughs> whatsoever. But but I will say our fullback situation is rough 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 so we'll get into that game just now um do you, sorry bro you got something to, to speak on in the switzerland no, 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 Spain no. Game? i mean big shout out to switzerland because it took france out and like i obviously wanted them to win too uh spain i don't think anyone should be worried about spain because switzerland did play a lot of the game with 10 men and mm-hmm. Spain and had they their... still had shots, more shots than them in extra time. It was crazy. Exactly, and Spain was not even able to finish or do anything. They had they went all the way to penalty kicks with that. So I'm I'm not I well, whoever plays Spain Spain, which is you guys. I don't I don't think you guys should be afraid of them. Like Spain, I'm not. Bro. yeah, like <laughs> not that, at all. That should be a game handled easy. It should be. It should be. Like we'll see. I'm really worried about these fullbacks, bro. I'm really worried about these fullbacks, but nah, bro, it's Spain, City, bro. Man City has that system. I'm more worried about them versus England. That's the thing. Like, you know, it's from this, less about Spain. I'm already looking a little bit ahead, unfortunately. Like, <laughs> like, like, but like, we might lose to Spain and I might look like an idiot and an asshole for saying that. But like, I'm honestly like, like, Italy should win that game. They should. Like, you know what I mean? If they lose that game, mm. like, like, I know it's Spain and they've been giants, but like, that's embarrassing to Italy because they, they're clearly the better team. They're clearly, in my opinion, fully healthy, the best team in the tournament. Like, yeah. like I mean, you know? I mean, hey, man, don't even think it. England might lose to Denmark in the semifinals, bro. The way it's looking, man. And I would love that. I would love that. Because, like, like our, our fullbacks are not handling fucking Raheem Sterling, bro. Absolutely not. Dude. Raheem Lorenzo, Sterling. Raheem Sterling. Sancho. Right Sancho. Like, Mar- you know, Marcus Rashford coming out the bench. Our, our fullbacks are not handling those guys. Right now, we're going to start Di Lorenzo and... and um, Emerson, and that's that's gonna be our starting fullbacks and like and Mancini's not changing the system. It's just too tight. Like that that lineup is staying as is. Like that system's too tight. Yeah, but they're gonna, te- I, f- I feel like they're gonna drop back a lot just because Emerson's gonna be on the pitch. Cause we see we see how they started playing when Emerson got on the pitch. Yeah, but I think they were also trying to protect the lead. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like they could run a three center back 
lineup, but they're not gonna do that just because like this 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 formation they're just they're just too tight. Like just the, the, the style is just too tight. They're the they're the most well managed team in the Euros and that's why they're in my opinion the best team in this Euro twenty twenty. Fully healthy. Fully healthy, like they're I'm not scared of England, but losing Spinazzola hurts us real bad. Real bad. Cause not only was he offensive and defensive, but he was a he was a big body. Like you mm. know what I mean? He's one of the biggest Italian players on the pitch. So you know, like when you're like Raheem Sterling, like he's left back, so he's not dealing with Sterling, but he'd be dealing with like Sancho per se, right? Mm. Like that guy's a problem for you because not only can he run you down, but he's also probably bigger than you too. Mm. So like when he's gonna shield that ball, you're not getting past him, you know. Mm. So he's like, man, I can't say any, can't say anything but good things about Spinazzola, bro. He's just been an MVP. It really hurts to see him go. I hope this guy gets purchased by a big team gets a fat contract because he deserves that shit bro that performance was wow very impressive mm. but uh let's hop into belgium versus italy um we start off one nothing italy's first goal barella <laughs> in the box boom shield boom shield boom right foot i think it was right foot, right foot. into the into the into the side of the net beautiful like off a little bit of a scrambly play but my guy had three guys on him three belgium guys on him in the box and he still shielded them all off and scored and it was a nice finish too barella watch out for that kid he's he's a he's a nasty mid i fuck with him heavy i think he's the second best mid on the team after verratti over jorginho so shout out to barella bro uh, for that goal has look he's been nasty bro he um i don't know what i was doing uh, you know how Inter won, won they won something in the Serie. They won the Serie A title. They won yeah, the whole Yeah, he he's a big part of that mid. Yeah, he's I'm a, sure. He's a bro. Big I, part I didn't of know mid. about him before this. Like like I like I knew about him, but I didn't know he was like that before this. Like yeah. you know, like I didn't really watch him play until until now. Mm-hmm. So like like I knew who he was. I heard the name before. Like you know, but I I didn't see his play until now. And like what I like about him is like he he he'll take a hit. Like he'll. He'll get into the dirty areas and he'll still try to make a play. Like, you know, he won't just drop, which I know people are going to say that's hard to believe with the Italians, <laughs> but like, he won't just drop on you. But uh, yeah, so after that, we get like the Belgian penalty kick. Um, it was like I saw online some people were cheesed about the penalty. Like, it's kind of. It's one of those where it's like, like first of all, that was a stupid ass foul by the guy who I told KB before the game is the weak link on the team, Di Lorenzo. Um, so both our fullbacks are injured. Florenzi got injured in the in the group stage, and then Spinazzola got injured in this game. So we have two substitute uh, fullbacks, and Di Lorenzo was one of them. Um, throughout the tournament, he's looked okay because, uh, like. I wanted to say shout out to Chiesa for for starting today because remember I said that that guy needs to start and he started this game he had a great game, mm. um, but I think I think one they they had the book on him right like that like Di Lorenzo was the weak link and we need to attack that side, yeah. and two I think because Chiesa was on the pitch and they could move the ball um, up the right side that some more of the play got tossed to that side of the field where like the play was always on the left where now the play kind of moved between both sides and then he got exposed and he got exposed because MVP for Belgium uh, what's his name Doku 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 
Doku was the only threat on that Belgium team, and he was arguably the best player on the pitch for both teams. Like, respects to him, what a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I think, so So he gets the foul, and Doku, Lukaku scores the penalty kicker, then he shushes Donnarumma. <laughs> I saw that, and I said, boy, Chiellini puts you in prison tonight. Now, now you're going into solitary confinement, bro. He's turning off the lights. He's turning off the lights. He's putting you in a straight jacket and he's locking you in a padded room, bro. You're you're done. Like that's it. And he did that, bro. Lukaku got bitched. Like I love Lukaku, but Lukaku got bitched he's by got my man Chiellini. Owned bitched. Owned bitched. Like, like he, wow. Chiellini, Chiellini took a, a a leash and he put that around his neck and he's like, "Tu viens. You're coming wherever wherever you go. I'm like a shadow. I follow you." I follow you. I don't bite no moves. You could twitch your toes. You could shake your head. I'm going to look at you dead in the eye like this. You're not going nowhere. You're not going nowhere. You're not winning a header. You're not winning so a bad, single man. physical battle. <laughs> like, And people people were out there online saying, like, oh, Lukaku played like shit. Lukaku had a bad game. Nah. Chiellini did him. Chiellini did that to him. It was not him. It was Chiellini who did that to him. Put some respect on that guy's name. So, hey, man, what is he now? Like, he's got to be close to 40. I think he's like 38. He's still, like he's still, those two Bonucci and and Chiellini in the back. That IQ is, psh, that IQ is on the next level, bro. Elite. Next level, elite. They're the best defensive pair in the in international right now, probably. But like, damn, they're getting old, and we're not gonna have them for long. So I guess appreciate them while they're here. Chiellini, legend. That guy, that guy is a legend of football. If anyone says, oh, he's only an Italian legend, I'm slapping you. That guy's a football legend. That guy. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. The, on, the only player on our pitch who's a football legend. I, I like Bonucci too. He, he's up there, but like, he's not like Chiellini's just something else, bro. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Chiellini's so funny too. Man's in the box, like, pushing people and shit. And then the ref comes through, he gives them a hug, he's smiling. Like, I love Chiellini so much. That guy's so funny. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so Lukaku scores the goal, shuts his Donnarumma. We go. We going to by the way, Italy dominating the whole time. That penalty was a gift. Like like I said, only Doku and then like De Bruyne had a few flashes as well. But literally only those two players on Belgium were doing anything. Falgan invisible. I didn't notice him the whole game. Yeah, he, he had to play left back. He didn't even play left mid. He played left back that game. Yeah, Lukaku shut down. Like Axel Witzel not doing nothing. Like that that team lately it was just De Bruyne and Doku. Um, but that's it. <clears throat> um, and yeah, the only time I noticed Falgan was in the uh, when when Spinazzola was about to burn him. Like Spinazzola had that guy dead to rights, header past him, and he clearly looked like he was gonna burn him on that run, and then pulled the muscle. Unfortunately, I almost kind of wish that he just let that go. If I could look back now, just let it go. Like you're you're in the lead, but like they wanted to ice them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, speaking about the lead, we got the lead off in a beautiful Insigne strike. His classic little left foot curve. I be, I was getting cheesed at him because he <laughs> shoots that shot so much last week. But like, hey, he scored on it twice. Beautiful goal. Belgium, once again, I don't know what the hell's wrong with them. Like, they let this guy just walk into space and just take a shot with yep. space from where he wanted. <laughs> um, beautiful finish. And that's how the game would end. 2-1. Uh, people were pissed at the end because they were saying Italy was diving to waste time and this and that. And they were uh, they complaining about like Donnarumma holding the ball, uh, the dives. I understand. I'll give you guys that. Like that's like lame, and whatever. <laughs> Donnarumma holding the ball on the ground and taking his time to throw it out. I'm sorry. That's just smart football. And like if you're bitching about that, you're 
you're a goof. Any team would do that. <laughs> Literally, any team would do that. Yeah, you're but in the lead. Spend any, the time. Right? Any, like, any, that's it. any team would do that. But if you're cheering for the opposite team, you definitely complain about that shit even. Of that course, too, of yeah. course. But it's like people get people are so heated about that shit. And it's like, okay, yo, you being heated about the dives, that's fair. I mean, like, I don't know if necessarily all of them are, were dives. Maybe they're staying on the ground a little bit longer than they need to. But like, yeah. I mean, um, I mean diving is an art and not fucking sport, anyways, yo. Regardless, man, like, Belgium didn't deserve to win that game. <laughs> like, it don't matter. Like, they got a freebie penalty. Like, you know what I mean? That's the only reason they were even in the game. Like, like Italy was the better team by far. Italy held the possession. Like, it was like 62% in the first half. I don't know. They didn't put the stats up for the second. Uh, we had more chances. We had Belgium shook. We shut down their attack. Like, that was a master class of a game. Like, you know, like, Belgium did not deserve to win that game. They did not. If anybody says Belgium deserved to win that game, they're full of shit. And, like, uh, that's that's all I really got to say about that one. But shout out to the Azuri. We're, we're, we're fino al finale. We're going straight. We're going all the way there. We're going to... It ain't going home tonight, people. It's, it ain't going home. It ain't going home this year. Mm, we're taking that... We're taking that English tea and we're dipping our biscotti in it. Oh, so. my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord don't don't have me cheer for England please don't do this don't do you can this, cheer bro. for England it's okay bro we're the enemies we're the enemies uh, of, of the entire football world like I, I'm cool with people you know people cheering against us is just the way it goes like I'm not an extra person to cheer against us doesn't change anything <laughs> it's just you know that's status quo that's Come status quo I got, I got power to change a lot of things man yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about a team that you've been cheering for <laughs> later that hasn't been doing well. But uh, next we got like Czech Republic, Denmark. Denmark wins that two one um, earlier earlier today. Uh, uh, they win that two one. Shout out to Denmark. No Christian Eriksen. Uh, comeback, beating teams like that bracket is still shit. I don't care, but you know, shout out to Denmark. They still gotta win the games for them. It's a little bit tougher than. England, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. You did you watch the game? Uh, yeah, I did. Big shout out to my man's Patrick Schick for having an amazing tournament. My He's having a crazy tournament. But like, but it, it, yeah, it just ended. You ended, know. Yeah. Big shout out to him, man. You you played amazing. It was, it was it was good. Like he did whatever he could do to keep the team in the game today. Um, Denmark Denmark basically dominated, and then Czech Republic tried to make some subs at halftime and they scored that one goal, and then after that it was more Denmark trying to. Like you know, keep their lead and make sure they advance to the next next um, round. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it. And then finally, for the for the quarterfinals, <laughs> we got <laughs> literally practice, practice, England versus Ukraine, four nothing. Baby food. So these guys started Sancho to get him warm, <laughs> just just like for practice. Mm. They they used all five subs. They rotated the whole lineup. They let everybody get their time, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> people so one person today said Luke Shaw is better than Spina Zola this tournament because of this the game today I was like yo you're fucking tripping <laughs> like he scored a goal good against Ukraine like you're tripping mm-hmm. but um, honestly like I don't have much to say it's like it's England versus Ukraine we all know that England is going straight to the final England's if England loses to Denmark which some people are saying it might happen and I believe it mm. that would be it'd be shocking like but like I'll kind of enjoy it, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's going home, not today. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. but I don't think you'd want to do that though. I don't think you'd want you'd want Denmark to be England. Really? 
really. I, I think I think Italy is handling Denmark no problem. Yeah, but that's the thing. That would be baby food, and then we're gonna come to y'all and say that the hardest, the hardest team y'all ever faced was a broken Belgium. Okay, true. But I mean, if England wins it, they're just gonna say it all like it's the same shit. Bro, man, give me the trophy. That's it. That's all I care about. Give me the damn trophy. That's like literally all I care about is we didn't make World Cup. We need a trophy. Shut everybody up and you know get people to leave that shit alone. Cause if we don't win, like that shit's never gonna go away. You know what I mean? Like at least like if they win, people are gonna say, "Oh, y'all didn't make it to Worlds." And then after you could just say, "Yeah, but we won Euro like right after that." And then that's the end of that. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. that's, um, that that shoulder that chip on their shoulder is fat as fuck though. Fat as hell, bro. Fat as hell. Um, and bro, and the team's a team, man. I'm looking at these videos online, like they move like a team like that they move like they're all family and they love each other and shit you know so and like the vets like i said the vets said before that this is the closest national team they've ever been on and bonucci and chiellini have been on a shit ton of national teams with a bunch of legends and for them to say that this is the closest team they've been on is like pretty insane yeah so um but yeah like that's it for the for the quarters and round of 16 kb you got like anything for for any of these games any shout outs you want to give or nah shout out my man uh jack relish for sure because every single bits that i've seen him play i I was never a fan of him at the beginning of the tournament but every single bits i've seen him play this tournament he he showed up he you know he he lived up to the hype at least every single time he showed up on a pitch he made a difference so shout out my man jack relish that's pretty much it, man. That's the only shot I got for now. So, we got a little bit of football news to go over real quick before we, we, we move on from footy. Jaden Sancho, the English man, the guy who got to practice today, heading over to Man U. I know Man U fans are excited for that one. <laughs> they're already they're already saying they're winning Champions League. <laughs> winning Champions League, winning the Prem, winning FA Cup. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. That, I don't think that team's going to be solid enough to, 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 to keep up. I really? think they need another mid, and I think Cavani can't be their starting striker. Yeah, they, they need but, a striker for real. Like, they could survive with Cavani. Like, look at look at AC Milan with Ibra this year. Like, we did fine. I, I know. single-handedly took the stair. But, yeah, but that's because Ibra is Ibra, and Cavani's not Cavani, bro. You know what I mean? Cavani, Cav- yeah. Cavani's not up there like that. I've seen him play, I've seen him play against Colombia today, actually. Uruguay against Colombia. I watched that game just because, you know, just for the, for the fuck of it. And, like... Mm-hmm. Cavani's old, man. Cavani, Cavani's, Cavani's getting there, bro. Father Time is calling his name for real, for real, yeah, that he guy. Is old. He yeah. is old. But, like, so is, so is he, bro. But I guess you're right. Like, they're two different animals. Mm. Um, I mean, shit, yo, man, you good for you. Honestly, I'm only happy for Paul Pogba because I want him to actually have players he can use around him. Yeah, big time. Uh, but they, they definitely need another mid, maybe a winger, maybe a center back. And then they'll be a pretty decent team, actually. But they need a couple more pieces. They need to pull a Chelsea. And just like add a bunch, you know, yeah. that can't that can't be the first and last transfer. They need more, um, so, and people are saying Ronaldo might go there, and they're and apparently Man U fans don't want that. But like, I don't care about your your Rashford and your Greenways and whatever. Like, bro, it's Ronaldo. Like, just start that guy as a striker. Put Rashford on the side or something. You know, Rashford and Marcel on the side. That's pretty nasty. You got you got Pogba in there. Actually, damn, what am I saying? Rashford and Marcel. You got Sancho now. So whatever you can figure that out. You can figure out a little lineup in there, yeah. some some way to make that work. But hey, man, it's Ronaldo. You take that. You take that. Italy. Um, <laughs> and then we also got Ramos to PSG. <laughs> Damn. That's on PSG. bullshit. PSG gonna be stacked. Who they get? They got Wilajum. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I didn't even say that guy's name right. What is it again? Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum. <laughs> I will say Wijnaldum. I read it. Like, I literally read his name in my head. Like, I can't get it out of there. Like, even though I've watched games and I've heard the announcers say his name in my head, I can't stop, like, seeing the J. Wijnaldum. So, Wijnaldum joined PSG. Ramos is joining PSG. Donnarumma joined PSG. Like they're saying, Ronaldo might go to PSG too. Like uh, that's a, right there. That's more. That's that's more than a powerhouse at this they're point. They're saying they're saying Mbappe is gonna stay. Um, they they got Verratti still on the team if he could stay healthy. Like that, that team is just dang. I mean, yeah. if that team does not do anything in the Champions League next year, I don't want to hear about them ever again, bro. I'm yeah, t- I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm literally facts. I'm I'm literally tired, bro. They've had. They've had the ch- they made it to the finals last year. They lost in the semis this year, the quarters this year. It's like you've had you've had the team's good enough to make it to the Champions League final. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Shit, maybe 100%. even maybe even win it, but it's just like they can't, they can't, they haven't been able to. Because they they're smooth sailing too much in the game. Mm, yeah. But uh, and then like uh, like well, damn! Shout out to Ramos because you got disrespected by Real and you got yourself a team. You might win yourself another couple trophies at least a league trophy for sure mm-hmm. um and yeah Ramos and Marquinhos in the back that's pretty tight um then we got like some news that Messi might be a free agent because Barcelona's having trouble with the salaries uh on the team so so if they can't figure that shit out <laughs> then Messi Messi might might leave and honestly that guy should <laughs> he yep. should because he tried to and they imprisoned him they imprisoned that guy yeah, but who's gonna pay him like that? Who's gonna pay him Man like that? City. Fam, I don't even know, bro. I don't even know if Man City got money like that to pay Messi. Though. That's my thing. That's my biggest Yo, issue with them. Pep Guardiola Pep loves that guy. He's gonna make it work. I mean, I hope so for He's Man City. Make it work. I hope so for Man City fans, but that just makes my that just makes shit ten times harder for me. <laughs> they could sell. They could sell guys to make room for him if they have to. Like, you got Phil Foden coming up. He's looking nice. You're not, like, you're not getting rid of that guy, that's for sure. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like, like you got a guy coming. You got a guy coming who can replace. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and they just sold Aguero. Like, Messi can play striker if you need him to. You could sell Mares and have Messi play right wing. Like, yeah. you have options. You could sell You could sell guys to get some money and get Messi. So, they, if they could have signed him last summer, I don't see why. Or, like, when he was trying to leave Barca, I don't see why they can't get him now. Like, you know? Yeah. So... So, um, but yeah, man, shout out to Messi, bro. I hope you leave Barca. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, bro. So let's move on to the NBA. You were talking today about uh, Cam Reddish and the game he was having. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, the the Hawks lost to the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I think we all kind of saw that that was going to be the end of the road for the Hawks. But then Giannis went down and was like, oh, maybe. Maybe it's possible. Mm. Middleton and Drew Holiday said nah, and they finished them off tonight. Um, what do you got to say about the game, brother? All right, man. Uh, it was a good game. I mean, like you said, like the first half was not as entertaining as it should have been, or like it should be or whatever. But mm-hmm. second half, it's like Atlanta tried to fight back in the game. It was it was a tight game at halftime. And then by the time I was start, I started paying attention again, um, Milwaukee was up 15, and I was like, oh, shit, that's not looking too good. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, Trey Young's also like he played on that ankle because he had to, like it was an admission game, and it still wasn't enough for what he did. Uh, I don't even think he, I, I think Cam Reddish was the highest scorer, which that that's a major issue. I was gonna say Cam Reddish took over that game. Like, yeah. He was looking like the Trey, like like Trey Young, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cam Reddish got a whole lot of potential. It's just that like, he's been injured, and even this system now, like he didn't even see PT like that. 
the whole series because the, the most he, what? Sorry, go ahead. My bad. Nah, the most the most he played was like the closing minutes or like or like you know when the game when it's a when it's a blowout you know you put your bench on the game and then you see what they could do and that he got a lot of that but he didn't see like crunch time basketball so like where where are you getting this practice from where are you getting the the reps from so I don't know I feel like it was a it was a bad decision I think for, for not playing him more. But at least he got to play, and now he knows he knows the deal. Like now, we we know Atlanta could be could be something. Yeah, is he? Is, he's more of a scorer though, isn't he? Yeah, he's more of a scorer, and he's a great defender. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, like, if he's a great defender, it means he brings more on. I was I was thinking if is it kind of like an MPJ situation in, no, in Denver, no, no, no. where it's kind of like we already got our scorers on the court, so we don't need another one. Like we need like role players type mm. of deal. So. I mean, because you know, the, the whole system runs through Trey. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. whole system built around him and runs through him, and like that's where all their success come from comes yeah. from. And then they got like Capella and the paint, but like pretty much everything lives and dies with Trey. Exactly. Um, I mean, so that's why I'm saying like is Cam Reddish gonna get the touches he needs? Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. Like it, it all depends on how they uh, how they make the system the system work uh, next yeah. season. The um, what's his face? The coach that they have now was he was just a what's the word interim coach? Like the coach, oh, yeah. That, yeah, he the coach that had. But he be, might get full time. He just brought them all the way to the finals. That's what I'm saying. So now he might get a full time. I'm sorry, Eastern. Yeah, Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. Yeah, Eastern Conference Finals. So like, so like, we'll see. Like maybe maybe Cam Reddish is gonna end up seeing more minutes, but. And then I got a solid team to the point where the like, Cam coming off the bench is, is is good enough. You know what I mean? Like he, he can do he can do damage off the bench, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. But yeah, the uh, finals are starting what Tuesday. We'll see how it's gonna go. It's gonna I mean, be... it's uh, uh, Phoenix is taking it. Like I, I think we're all pretty confident in that. How about you? Are you sure? I don't know. I think Phoenix is taking that. Uh, I mean, like it could go either way. Like, but like, I feel like if Milwaukee, if Milwaukee doesn't get Giannis back, oh no, he's gonna he's be just right. that. He's gonna be alright, bro. He didn't play the last two games, and he, he's he's gonna be alright. Like the only thing I like about this final is that no matter what, a player who I want to see get a ring is gonna get a ring. Like that being Chris Paul or Giannis. Mm-hmm. So, to me, this is a win-win. But like, I think Phoenix has have performed better in all of their series than Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. But like both these teams are just hot right now. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm saying I'm saying the healthiest team to me is Phoenix. So Phoenix yeah. should Phoenix should take it. But you know, any it, it could go either way, man. It could go either and way. I'm st- I'm still not sold on Mil- Middleton. Like you know, I know I know he's been having hot performances, but I know that that guy his flame can be doused like in an instant. You know what I mean? I've seen that guy go cold way too many times and be too streaky for me to ever have confidence in his play um, but like I know he's been he's been showing out and then Drew Drew like you know he's, he's always going to be tight on defense but you know no, you don't know if he's going to be putting up offense like he did tonight yeah but yeah I like, mean Chris Middleton's averaging 28 points over the playoffs man and he hasn't he hasn't really had a bad game he hasn't he hasn't so like, I don't know man like I, I just I don't trust that guy like I don't trust that guy like so, something in my gut just tells me like yo Chris Middleton nah like, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, he's the he's the closer on that team. He's the closer on that team. So if he that's can't, that's what I'm saying. But like, like, like I've seen him not be able to close before. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. missing those shots that when they need them. So I, I just want to see who's gonna have to guard him for for Phoenix. I wonder, I wonder what that matchup's gonna be like. Cause I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think of who's gonna have to pick him up on defense, and I can't, I can't put my it'd probably Jake Crowder, but but I I'm gonna guard Giannis though. DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, 
he'll be able to handle Giannis, you think? No. <laughs> because what sucks, what, that's going to suck for them, too, because, like, if Giannis is healthy, once again, like, that knee might cause some problems for him. Mm-hmm. But if Giannis is healthy, like, Aiton's been their one of their top scorers, bro. So, like, that guy might get shut down. Like, Aiton's going to get bullied, I think, depending on how Chris Paul gets in his head and if he gets him in the game, because Aiton's either going to have to deal with Brooke Lopez or Giannis. And, yeah. and that, that right there, like, yeah, he can handle either or, like, yeah, you can kind of play like whatever he can he can do his thing <laughs> but definitely rather have Brooke <laughs> I think. Yeah, yeah exactly so but if he has Brooke who the fuck's gonna have Giannis because because Brooke, Brooke Lopez and Giannis are basically two big men on the team like like uh, um, what's his face Phoenix they play small Chris Ball D-Book Jay Crowder um, who the fuck else Aiton, Aiton. Then, there's a man uh, missing there's a man missing I don't think it's sorry oh but. um what's his name the guy who came from uh, China um What's his name? He's been good for them, bro. He's been good for them. He played, like he he showed out this playoffs. I forget his name. Oh, it starts with a P. You're not talking about Cameron Payne. Payne doesn't start. Payne doesn't start. He comes off the bench. Oh damn. Yeah, Payne doesn't start. He comes off the bench. But let me see. I'm I'm gonna look at that right now. Uh oh, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, yeah. They play small. Uh-huh. They play small. So Chris Ball, D. Book, Mikhail Bridges, Jay Crowder, and Aiton. So like whoever the fuck's gonna have to deal with Brook Lopez or. Or Giannis, like, my bad, man. That, that's going to be I it. mean, I think they're going to probably put Giannis on him, right? Because, like, like Brooke, uh, maybe not, actually. It's, yeah, I mean, Because hey. Giannis might have, Giannis would probably take Crowder, no? I'm, I'm saying Crowder's going to end up in Giannis, but Giannis on the, in the post on Crowder, like, that should be, that should be, <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah but like. I'm saying, but I'm saying, like, like, the, like, because I'm thinking, I'm like, Aiton is a bigger threat than than Crowder, but Brook Lopez can't guard Crowder. He's too slow, so they're going to keep Giannis on Crowder, mm, right? Yeah. And then after, they're going to put Brook on Aiton. That's that's what I'm thinking. But I think if if Crowder is off, and if, if Aiton's on and there's no, like, like either small forward or power forward that's, that's, that they have to worry about, and Giannis and Aiton are both on, I think Giannis is taking Aiton. Yeah. So I, was, I mean, I, like, he doesn't switch too much on people, but whatever. Like, I would hope so. So we're, say, we're saying Phoenix is going to take that? Oh, like, the way you have me considering right now, like, like I'm a little concerned. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of it's kind of sounding like Miami from last year because they sm- played small ball too. And, like, you breaking down the lineup like that in the matchups, like, has me a little concerned. Exactly. Like, that sounds just like Miami. Exactly. all they had was Bam and everyone else was tiny. I mean, but once again, and like they also had Jake Crowder. <laughs> it was basically almost the same team. Yeah. So, like, yeah, but at the same time, like we, we you know, we're dealing with Chris Paul. Chris Paul can break down any defense. But like that's what I'm saying too. Like that's what I'm thinking too. I'm like, I'm like, Chris, I, I just don't see Chris Paul making it here and losing. Like I just, it doesn't compute. Yeah, but you know he, I mean? he's, like, he's, he's finally made it. He finally got there. Yeah, but he's gonna like, have to. He's, he's gonna, gonna have take to, it. He's gonna have to deal with Drew Holiday. Facts. You don't think they're gonna put Drew on D book? Or D book, but regardless, that I feel like they put Middleton on on Chris and then Drew on. I think uh, Drew's just gonna play whoever's hot, whoever's hot between the two. I mean, regardless, like I feel like defensively, I feel Milwaukee's a better team defensively, so usually defense wins championship. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I don't know, I don't want Jay Crowder to get get, get a championship because I don't fuck with him. <laughs> I want I want Chris Paul to get a championship real yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like Chris Paul deserves one. I feel like D Book deserves one with that performance. But I feel like Milwaukee, if Giannis comes back, especially like they're better defensively, so they should they should they should take it. But I'm gonna root for Phoenix just because you know I fuck with Chris Paul, I fuck with D Book. Oh my guys, 
And they took out my king, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said my king. That sounds way creepier than the king. <laughs> nah, that's my king. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. But, yo, remember earlier how you were saying I have the power to, uh, to, uh, you know, help a team that I cheer for? <laughs> Remember you saying that earlier? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you've been training for the Montreal Canadiens, right? <laughs> yeah. That's correct, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know you shit. might have to take out the broomstick, don't you? Talk your shit, talk your shit, talk your shit. You know you yeah, might have to carry yeah, the broomstick out with you. Amen, amen. It, it was but a... you're all down 3-0 to Tampa in the finals, and, like, there's nothing to talk about in these games. It's literally just Tampa... Just giving them the words. Just giving them the words. Just giving them. Finally, the universe makes sense. Finally, the universe makes sense. That 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 Montreal hot streak is done. So everything makes sense now. Right, everything bet, bet, makes bet. sense. What if they come back from through a deficit and win in seven? If they do that shit, then the universe is fucked up all over again. So I'm saying Montreal in seven. Let's get it. Oh my god, you're insane. Yo, bro, the way Tampa is built for people to go watch hockey, they're literally the Warriors when they had KD. Tampa is stacked, stacked head to toe. Like, we can we can go through players if you want. It's not hard. Go Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point, Andre Palat, Yanni Gord, Tyler Johnson on forward. Like, and then they got they got Goudreau and Coleman who are like. Deadly grinders. Yeah. Coleman, you need to watch a little bit of like some Coleman highlights. This guy's like a fourth liner, but mm-hmm. this guy scores ridiculous diving goals all the time. Insane goals. I think he just got one the last game, actually. The, um, and, I was watching, I think I was, I don't know if it was game three or game two, but every single time, like, I was paying attention to it, fam, they had the puck, they were dominating. They, like, it's just like, like, that team is a cheat code. <laughs> and you and you they're, can they're like, full on cheat it's fucked. They're the best it's team fucked. in the league. Like it's it was between them and Colorado, but Colorado didn't make it here, and they did. And Tampa might be going back to back this year, man. Because nah, Montreal, Montreal in seventh time. <laughs> like I'm saying, Tampa <laughs> in five, maybe. Like, you know nah, what I'm saying? Nah, I'm really gonna give Montreal good. one, but like, yo, they're getting they're getting because now they're getting violent. You know, they're trying to hurt the, the other team and stuff. Like they're frustrated. They're getting cooked. They're getting cooked, rotisserie chicken. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, I also want to get into some of the like NHL awards too that came out this year. Mm. Uh, they they just got us uh, awarded. So we got uh, McDavid with the Hart Trophy, Most Valuable Player MVP. Uh, not shocking, not surprised at all. <laughs> one that one that like I w- I wasn't shocked, but I was like, damn, Adam Fox, young young defenseman on uh, New York. Mm. He won the Norris, which is best defenseman in the league, and I was shook because t- uh, Victor Hedman, who's on Tampa, is, in my opinion, is the best defenseman in the in the league mm-hmm. right now. Um, I was expecting him to win, and I went and looked at their stats, and I was like, "Damn!" So, Victor Hedman, keep this in mind too. As a defenseman, as a defenseman, played fifty four games, forty five points, which is pretty fucked for a defenseman like yeah. you're almost at a point for game and you're a defenseman mm-hmm. plus plus minus five so plus five um in 54 games played so pretty good pretty nice adam fox 23 years old shit <laughs> T- 23 years old he just won best defenseman in the league mm. 55 games played 47 points 
plus 19. Oh my god. Like, Wait, you said that motherfucker 23? 23. What the fuck, yo? <laughs> He's a plus 19. Like, that's insane. Plus 19, that's crazy. Like, I'm looking at that too as a defensive. And that means that you're on the ice. Your team is 19 goals up over the year. Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, that's ridiculous. Like, that's ridiculous. As a defenseman, plus 19, insane. Five goals, 42 assists, 47 points in 55 games. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's impressive. Well-deserved young man. Well-deserved young man. Look out for him. You're a savage, though, because this guy was uh, he was drafted by uh, the Calgary Flames, and he said, fuck y'all, I'm not signing. <laughs> and then he basically just sat out until um, uh, until he got traded over to New York, and then he signed. So a little savage for that, but damn, what a season. I'm still tripping about this plus 19 as a defenseman, bro. That's insane. <laughs> Usually as a defenseman, it's hard to keep your plus minus high because, you know, obviously you guys, you're – you're, you're you're scored on when you're on nice. Yeah. I mean, like you shouldn't be, but you know. That's um, how the game was. <laughs> pretty insane. That's how the cookie um, crumble. Yes, sir. <laughs> Another one I was surprised was the Vesna Trophy. So, Mark Andre Fleury won that legend, um, but I thought Andre Vasilevsky from um, the Tampa Bay Lightning, Tampa starting goalie, should have won that. Mm. Um, yeah, you were telling me about him. So once again, like I went and looked at their stats. For the season, right? So, um, Mark Andre Fleury, thirty-six game played, uh, twenty-six wins, ten losses. Okay, so so he only had ten losses in thirty-six games. Pretty good. Um, his goal against average one point nine eight, so less than two goals against. Save percentage nine nine two eight. So a save percentage if you have a a one point oh 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 save percentage, it means you never got scored on. Mm. Right, um, so nine two eight, pretty good, pretty good. Six shutouts on the year. Um, impressive stats. So I'm like, all right, bro, that's pretty good. Yeah. Andre Vasilevsky, forty two games played, thirty one wins, ten losses, two point twenty one goals against, nine point two five, so a point nine two five save percentage. So, my argument in the case of Vasilevsky, because I still think he should have won. 26 years old, by the way. Wow. Best goalkeeper in the league at 26. That's Insane. crazy. Insane. Um, but, yeah. So, his stats are very similar to Fleury's. Like, Fleury has a better save percentage by .003. So, and he has a lower goals against. So, I, I guess that's why he won it. But Vasilevsky mm. played more games and only lost the same amount. And I get that Vasilevsky technically plays on a better team. But the Golden Knights are also a good team. So, like, I would still argue for Vasilevsky because their stats are almost identical, but Vasilevsky played more games. Yeah. That's just me, but, hey, shout-out to Marc-Andre Fleury, legend, collecting another trophy for the trophy case. That's a trophy winner. Then we got the ten, Ted Lindsay, which is most outstanding player, which is basically just the MVP, but voted by the players, and I would argue that's a more valuable MVP because mm-hmm. the league, the players in the league are choosing. McDavid got the vote for that. Uh, um Matthews was a nominee for both of these, but like I, I know I, I knew he wasn't gonna win. But shout out to McDavid again, another Ted Lindsay, Ted Lindsay, another heart. But brother, you gotta have some playoff performances, man. I know your team is ass. <laughs> we, we need you to get out of the first round. Um, Calder, which is uh, the rookie of the year, goes to Krill Kaprizov. Have you heard of Krill Kaprizov, bro? Hell no. Never heard of him before. No. This young man. Like, he was undoubtedly the rookie of the year. Like, there was no one else in contention with him. Maybe, like, Robinson from from Dallas, but he wasn't as good. Not even close. 
This guy literally turned Minnesota from a bottom feeder to a playoff team in one season. And I think there was rumors about him leaving and going back to Europe. And I'm like, damn, bro, like, how could you do that after the season you just had? But he, like, single-handedly saved that team. That team was, like, like trash, pure trash. And this, they get this rookie. He's a rookie, but, like, he's a little bit older. I think he's, like, 24. But, like, it's his first season of the year, so he's mm-hmm. technically a rookie. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, shout-out to him. Well-deserved. Um, and what else do we got here? We got Jack Adams. <laughs> running. I'm just running through the list here. Just giving shout-outs to the guys. Jack Adams to Rod Brendamore, ex-legendary hockey player. Coaching the team he once played for, Carolina Hurricanes. They had a great season this year. Unfortunately for them, they have to run into Tampa. And we all see what Tampa's doing to the Le Canadien Yeah. So, uh, shout out to shout out to Brendan Moore for the Jack Adams. And then finally, the last shout out I want to give out here is the Selkie to Alexander Barkov for best, best defensive forward. Uh, that shit's been getting claimed by, by Bergeron for years and years and years as being the most, like, prototypical center like you know how we talk about Chris Paul as being like the perfect point guard yeah like Patrice Bergeron is like the perfect center mm-hmm. you know what I mean he's not like the most offensively talented just like Chris Paul isn't the most offensively talented point guard but just like he wins faceoffs, he's good defensively he does everything right and he's been winning the selfie forever and now Alexander Barkov from the Florida Panthers just won that and I think he's next up for for that stout defensive perfect center uh, so shout out to him but yeah, let's hop into the pod bait now, my friend. Mm. So the pod bait question, how do we feel about VAR? Is VAR, is VAR a good thing? Mm. So so that that's your question. You brought that up. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you start with it. What, what do you feel? Uh, <laughs> I already know, but I'll go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to let you go. <laughs> hey, man. Okay, so when it comes to that shit, bro, I... Okay, fuck. It, it's kind of tough because... I feel like growing up watching the sport, you like it the way the way you learn about it. You know what I mean? Like the way it was played before. Like we didn't need to deal with that shit. Like the referee, the referees had their job, and that that's that's it. Like if you miss a call, you miss a call, which it happens in all sports, right? But now it's like the technology behind this thing is like nothing is missed. We have to wait for like the uh, the the calls from like the the guys that are above the refs to see whether or not it was an outside, whether or not there was a handball, whether or not there's a penalty, whether it's a red card or not. Like it's it's just too much. What's what's the point of having the ref there then? What, what like what's the point? Because the my man my man literally had to go back and check whether or not uh, a tackle was a red card because of and he did touch the ball, but the aftermath of the tackle was. What are you talking about here? The I'm, I'm talking. I, th- well, I oh, think. No, no. Was that the Netherlands game? No, no, that was the handball, no? No, no, maybe that was, that was, there there was a play where, like, um, one of my boys made a freaking tackle, and he hit the ball first, but the aftermath after the tackle, he hit one of the players, which was a dangerous play. Oh, that was, uh, that was the Switzerland game, that was a dumbass red. Which, exactly, which, which, on the pitch, you're seeing him, you give him a yellow, which is deserved, like, even then, like, I don't even know about that. But, yeah, whatever. We'll give him a yellow. But then... We'll give him a yellow. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he touched ball first, uh-huh. but it was a dangerous tackle shirt. Whatever. Give him a yellow. Exactly. Like, but then he had to go back to the camera, talk to the people that were in his ear, and tell him, like, nah, nah, that's a red card. You're literally killing the game. Like, they're in an extra time. gave him a red off the bat, bro. And they did VAR to review if it was still going to be a red. And, and just, like, that's just... that. I don't think... Like, I personally, I don't like, I don't like it. I, I just... It ruins the game for me. 
I, I just I feel like I, I feel like I'm missing shit to appreciate. Like I don't know. I, I just don't like it. Listen, I feel you on that. I feel you on that because there's times where I like VAR and there's times where I don't. Yeah, when it helps there's the times team. Times where I, huh? No, not even that. Like, not even that. Like I explained this to you before. Like, yeah. like to me, if there's like a borderline, a borderline offside, but it wasn't like flagged, mm-hmm. and it was like way before the goal. Like we're talking like you know the 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 play is building up. There's an offside. They take it into the box. They pass it. It touches like maybe like three four players feet after the offside mm-hmm. and then they score if you take that back to var like that's a fucking piss off because it's like bro that that's like that, that offside is inconsequential to the play that was made in the goal that was scored i get it like yeah i called offside that play would have never happened mm-hmm. but like fuck var if they didn't call it on the pitch then 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 that's fine it's not offside you yeah. know like if they didn't call it on the pitch it must have been tight anyways so leave it be exactly um but then obviously if someone scores and like the scorer or the passer to the scorer, like it's pretty recent the offside. Then I want VAR, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah. that's a that's literally like if you're cutting in and you're going past the defensive line and you score like off a header, whatever volley, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that's offside, like or it's borderline offside. I want you to review that because that goal is gonna cost me, and it's it's like that's consequential. Like you know he scored. That would mean he scored because he was offside. Whereas yeah. if the offside happened earlier in the play, like that goal wasn't because that player was offside. Exactly. You know what I mean, like it happened that way. That's that's the kind of ways where I want it to be reviewed. Like I think it's like, if it's, if it's consequential to the game, then you have to review it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like, if it's like something that's a little bit like. You know, like some stuff you have to leave up to the refs on the pitch and up to like, what's their job? Why the fucking even there? Like, you know, might as well have a robot. <laughs> exactly, like, like, exactly, know? exactly. And I feel the same. And I'm thinking all this comes back to like hockey because hockey has the same issue mm-hmm. where we started implementing a lot of video reviews for stuff. And then um, I felt like it just slowed down the game a bunch. And like, just like you said, like I had a way that the game was played when I was growing up that I was used to and mm-hmm. like stuff weren't like that. It wasn't like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Um, I feel you. Video review slows down the game, yeah. like any sport, um, and you know obviously you want to let the game flow and have its, like, do its thing. Mm-hmm. And for me, honestly, like, VAR basically should only be used when like, you know, like on a penalty, like you know if it's a penalty that should be reviewed. Mm-hmm. If it's a like an offside that was right before a goal, that should re- be reviewed. Yeah. Things like that, basically things that would lead to you losing the game like things that literally if it was called correctly you wouldn't have lost and if it uh, like it's called incorrectly you lose like that's the type of stuff where it has to be reviewed and i don't think an offside a borderline offside that happened like earlier on the pitch is 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 that because you still had all the time afterwards to recover to stop them from scoring and they still scored so that like they still were able to build up a play and score that's the shit that pisses me off i hate I hate when you don't call an offside and literally they build up a whole play, they're passing in the box, they're doing everything, bing, bang, boom, mm-hmm. they score, offside. It was like, yo, what the fuck? Like, why yeah. why let that happen? Like, they just wasted their energy, did all that for no reason. Exactly. Shit like that pisses me off the bar. Exactly. But, I remember yeah. we were watching we were watching um, the Germany, Germany-Portugal game and we are talking about that handball last week about how, how Mueller fell on his back. Mueller, and, yeah. Yeah, fell on his back and the ball touched him while he when he fell and it touched his hand. And then they ended up scoring on that play and it, Call the goal the goal off because because it touched Mueller's hand when it wasn't when he was on the floor. So in a case like this, I don't want like that makes no sense. 
That makes yeah. no sense. Like he falls on the floor, it touches it, it touches his hand. Oh blah, blah blah. No goal because it touches hand while he was on the floor. They have to check that shit again. I feel like back then, yeah, shit like that is dumb because you're yeah. just throwing down the game. And honestly, like that's not a to me is not a deliberate handball. Like you know, so exactly. Just whatever. But yeah, I guess I guess we both don't fuck with that shit. <laughs> it's like it's like I fuck with it when it's necessary. You know what I mean? Like yeah. obviously, if you score off an offside, like I'm thinking like. Like, where you're trying to say, like, oh, when it benefits you, like, I'm thinking to the Austria game when they scored uh, the goal that was later called off, uh, and they took the lead first mm. in that game, mm-hmm. off that goal. Yeah, yeah, Like, obviously that, like, I want that shit to be called, because, like, if they if Austria has the lead and it's one nothing, that game might end up completely different. They scored pretty late, too. For sure. They might be able to just park the bus and win. For sure. So that shit matters. Like, that matters. Yeah. Right? But when it's, like, not necessary, when it's, like, whatever you're reviewing happened way before whatever play like you know just fuck it like you know leave that up to the the, the refs that are on the pitch that's what their job is that's what they're there for yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. so that's that's how i feel about that personally um all right brother so we'll hop into our our final segment sir mm-hmm. overrated underrated yeah uh it's like i think you're asking this week right yes sir okay Okay. Yes, so sir. I, I am ready, sir. I am ready. Hit me. I got four names for you. I feel like the first one I'm about to give you, I feel like we've talked about him before, but I don't think I've ever got your opinion on him. So, Kai Havertz. Underrated. That guy, like, remember I was talking about, like, Germany's about to go through the same thing Italy went through? Mm. That guy's going to be their Verratti. He's going to be, like, he's going to be, like, the surviving piece. The young guy who kind of like was with that team that wasn't doing well, but it wasn't his fault. He was a good player. Yeah. Um, and then like, he's gonna be part of that next wave. You know what I mean? He's gonna be the vet on that next wave team. When they're when Germany's gonna come back and they're gonna be like one of the best teams in the world again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna be like one of the vets on that team, and he's, hey man, the one won the cha- the guy won the Champions League. He was arguably uh, Germany's MVP it's between like him Nabri like they were like some of their best players yeah um, so yeah that's how I feel about Kai Havertz bro underrated for sure alright man my next one is Trey Eyes motherfucking Trey Young mm-hmm. 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 yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's tough yeah that's tough that's what I like to hear ah cause he could be both like, he could be either or. You know what I mean? I mean, like, he, I, if you go to New York, they're going to say they're gonna say you overrated as fuck, but, you know. I mean, like, he, he's he, he's overrated in the sense that, like, everybody out here is saying that Trey's top 10 because of his playoff run is, like, some bullshit. You know what I mean? He's not top I mean, 10 in the league. How else, no. how else do you move up top 10? It has to be throughout the playoffs. Playoffs is when you show up. No, no. It has to be through consistency. If he, if he does goals on runs like this for, like, the next, like, two, three seasons, then, yeah, he's top 10. So, we're going to have to I wait mean, two to three seasons to see if Trey Young is a top 10 point guard in the league? Or, no, no, no. They're not saying he's top 10 point guard. They're saying he's top 10 player. Like, literally, oh, all oh, the players oh, in the NBA, he's oh, top 10. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh now like, we, now we got to chill. People, people saying that shit are extra. Oh, like, yeah. Like, yeah. relax. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, y'all are boosting. Mm. I haven't seen that in the comments everywhere. The score, TSN, all these all these places. I've been seeing that in the comments. T- top 10, I'm like, bro, y'all are out of your mind. Yeah, we got to chill. Um, at the same time, underrated in the sense that, like, like, look at the run that he's been on and, like, how he contributed to that. Like, so... I'm going to say for now, properly rated because I think there, he has just as much haters as he has lovers and both of them boost him in either or direction. Yeah. So I'm going to give him a properly rated for this one. Okay. All right. The next one is Jordan Sancho. 
Jaden Sancho? Jordan Sancho. Is it Jordan? Is it Jordan or Jaden? I think it's Jaden, bro. I, I think see. it's Jaden Sancho. So, so Jaden Sancho it is then. <laughs> Let's fact check that. We have Google, my friend. Google is your best friend. I'm pretty sure it's Jaden, though. Oh, it is Jaden. Okay. <laughs> Ew, but his name is spelled so weird as in, like, Jaden. Like, what is it? It's J A D E N, no? J A D O N. Oh, J Dunn. Okay. Yeah. Jaden. Okay. Yeah, but anyways, Jaden Sancho. Um, if you asked me this earlier, I would have said underrated, but I think he's a little bit overrated right now. Sheesh. But, Watch out, the like, menu was going to come after you, boy. I mean, bro, he's not starting on the English national team, and the way that people were talking about this kid is like he's supposed to be like up there with Mbappe and Haaland and he's like the next best winger on the planet you know mm-hmm. what I mean and like he's not even starting on his national team and people are saying like Grealish over him and like you know like it's just like like if you're that far down the depth chart on your national team like how can you even be considered like what people are talking about you as is being like one of the top wingers on the world mm. now is he gonna show up in Man United and have an absolutely crazy season and ball go all off that's entirely possible, and then at that point, maybe he's underrated. But as of right now, what I'm seeing in the Euros, him not even getting time on the pitch except for a game against Ukraine that's basically practice. <laughs> like you're you're overrated. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion. Yeah. But, yeah. All right, all right, man. My last one. You're gonna have to watch your words, and you have to you're gonna have to be careful because a lot of people have been bashing my man ever since, and I have to back him up. Kylian Mbappe. I mean, like, that's kind of tough. Like, I'd say he's just, like, properly rated. Like, like if people rate Mbappe, he's, he's, like, this guy, they're saying he's the next Messi and Ronaldo of, like, football, like, you know? So, facts, facts. You're saying that right now, but with, with, with that performance, with the miss, miss pen, the three, four bro, chances. he's young, bro. Exactly. Like, like, what the hell? Like, he's young. Dang. I'm not, I'm not, yeah. Like, I'm on his case about it, but, like, I'm not All really right. on his case about it. If he, if he, like, like, okay, that was bad. You know what I mean? It was bad. Like, like, like we can all admit that that was bad. That was a horrible performance. Like the the type of player you are, the type of like money you make, the the name that you have, like yeah. you 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 can't be compared to like Messi and Ronaldo and stuff and, and, like and have a game like that. Yeah. You can't, you can't because like that looked like a guy, that looks like like a bench. He he looked like a bench striker that you're cheesed got into the game that's what he looked like that game yeah. you know what i mean yep. he looked like a player that like i don't want you to touch the ball like i literally don't want the ball in your hands ever 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 <laughs> like sorry in, in your at your feet ever yeah. so um that's all understood but it's like it's one game first of all second of all like i think karim benzema being in the lineup really affected him mm-hmm. third of all he's young <laughs> the guy just won a world cup like don't be surprised france is a powerhouse still for like the next like like four as long as he's like, there to be honest Euro sure. World Cups yeah. like, you know combos like they're, they're they're at least like a top team for the next like six maybe mm. you know so um, yeah like <laughs> talk shit now but like the guy's gonna win another league guy like the way PSG yeah. might win a Champions League yeah. and he's probably gonna win another international trophy maybe the next Euros like who knows you know, you know? I'm so a, um, I'm gonna claim that yeah. world I'm gonna, but, I'm gonna clip that na- I'm gonna claim that next World Cup right now to be honest with you but. Yeah, I'll give him. I'll give him properly rated. So. All right, man. I mean, that's good. I thank God you said that because I've been seeing these motherfuckers call him overrated because that's one performance. So, I'm I'm happy you said that. Yeah, like I see why someone would say that. Like I I get it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like 
he like Mbappe is gassed. You know what I mean? Like he does get a lot of gas, but mm-hmm. like you know, like if like I feel like if he's getting hit on that performance, it almost evens it out. You know what I mean? Like yeah, is he is he a little overrated? Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Yo, you know? okay, okay, yo, yo, bit, you're, you're about to slip up, bro. Don't do that. No, no, I'm not slipping <laughs> up. I'm saying maybe a little bit, but like I said, he's he's young, so it's like it's like, can he really be overrated if he's rated so highly while he's young? Like he still has time to like kind of become the player you all think of he wants course, to be. Of course, yeah. You know what I mean, like the only reason I'm saying he's a little bit overrated is because like I don't think he's at the level of Messi and Ronaldo. That's yeah. why I would say a little bit, but mm-hmm. like you know, I still think he's he's the best young player out there right now and like you know like i th- i don't i don't think him and Haaland are in the same league I and mean, like some people that might piss some people off but like i don't think they're in the same league yeah. like i think Haaland is like Haaland is like a, like an aguero and a suarez level type of guy like you know what i mean maybe he'll even be a, a lewandowski like you know like he'll be like those strikers maybe where by the time he said his he, he said and done but like yo messi ronaldo those are guys are another level yeah neymar you know what i mean like there's there's those certain offensive players that are just something else, you know? So, uh, but yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Um, but anyways, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, we appreciate y'all for listening. We just hit the milestone of 25. Um, thank you guys so much. Like, su- comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yes, sir. We'll catch you on the next one. Take it easy. Peace.